and welcome to episode 133 of the Rouge One podcast. I am your host, Sud Sampath, and I think the Russian tank column is going to stretch to 70 miles. Um, I'm also with Brian Fisher. Brian, how long do you think the tank column is going to run for? <laughs> uh, hopefully, I, whatever the distance is, so everybody goes back to Moscow and we have peace. Okay, and then we also have Comrade Ben. Ben, how long do you think the time column's going to be? Yet. Okay, I don't know if that's Russian for a number. I think, I think it, it technically it's no. zero. Is it zero or no? It's I definitely think no. It means no. But I was thinking like in the sense that sometimes null is used for mm. zero. I was trying to help you. Yeah. Well, okay. No, but Ben Rogers is here. Okay. That's me. <laughs> Uh, and then, Matt, how long do you think the tank column is going to be? Uh, yeah, you know, one or two. Okay, one or two what? <laughs> just one or That's two? Just tanks, that, right? Yeah. Isn't that what it is? It is? <laughs> there are two <laughs> tanks, each of them 20 miles long. <laughs> this is yeah, what they've been for doing for the last 15 years, building these yeah. two... Ever longer tanks. <laughs> we'll never right. fight a war I mean, in an urban area. This will be great. <laughs> like takes... More treads. More treads. More treads, more turning. <laughs> Imagine that thing turning. It turns out the Nord, the Nord Stream pipeline, the whole thing was just treads. What? Yeah, one <laughs> tank. One tank, indeed. Um, I love how obsessed the media is over this fucking tank column. It keeps I'd... growing. Drone strikes, don't worry, they'll take them out. I haven't been uh, paying attention so much to the tanks. Why? This is like a real-life Command & Conquer isn't that what we all wanted? He's not in. Yeah, we all secretly wanted to outlive a StarCraft world. <laughs> yeah, or uh, what was the guy in Command and Conquer? The Russian guy, the bald dude. Yuri. His name. Yuri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying wow, Putin's I'm... micro is shit? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. He he put all it like he's gotten. Yeah. No he micro. he tried a Zerg all in rush, but didn't commit to it hard enough, and now he's he scrambling like, no... in the mid game. Yeah, he had like no, he yeah exactly. He totally half-assed the rush, thinking Dude. he'd like oh this guy's a noob. <laughs> what if you like, no. like what if you next saw like fucking Putin and he had the tattoo on Yuri's forehead from Command and Conquer? <laughs> it would, it would make a lot more sense. You're just like oh oh this is the reality we live in, and it's See, a I'm Command and Conquer world. I am not very good at geopolitics and military deployment, but if you break it down into like StarCraft and Hearthstone and in terms I can understand, it's way. I don't more think it would work like Hearthstone, but I could imagine it being like Command and Conquer. Man, that game's good. Whatever happened to that? Did it just like die on? Yeah, StarCraft killed it, man. Yeah, I think it went the way of many RTSs. I feel like it's way different than StarCraft. Like, I would never compare the two, necessarily. I mean, resource but. management, base building, they're pretty similar. <clears throat> I feel like Age I, of Empires just kind of was the one that outlived Yeah, that's that. the, the outlived yeah. them all, yeah. Well. Because everyone loved Age of Empires 2. Maybe, you think uh, Command & Conquer holds up? Or no? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about dated RTS. It did have those, like... like fun like that time when like cd roms were like what if we put live action cutscenes yeah. in things that girl in the like, short shorts gave me plenty of thoughts when i was like it's 10. all very fun and cringy and campy mm. i feel like most of us know what a tesla coil is directly from command and conquer 
Yeah. It's just kind of weird that, like, it just never... I mean, there are a ton of games. Like, here, I'm going to put this in our chat. I see of the mainline games, there is Command & Conquer, Command & Conquer Tiberian Sun, Command & Conquer 3, Command & Conquer 4, Command & Conquer Soul Survivor Online, Command & Conquer Renegades, Command & Conquer I mean, Generals, Command & Conquer Red Alert, Command & Conquer yeah, Red yeah, Alert 2. Yeah, I get it. I get it. When, yeah. you have a, when you have a niche and that niche is profitable, you just keep going. Apparently they released a remastered collection last year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I maybe I will do get that. What's the, how's it look? Yeah, uh, it's apparently available in stunning 4K I mean, detail. Aren't remasters kind of like Empires, a um, yeah. like a gamble? Well, yeah, <laughs> nowadays in these days, yeah, yeah, these days remaster. Back in my day, remaster well, at, used to stand for something. I mean, yeah, but uh, oh, I messed that up. One second, I'm gonna put the put. Yeah, I was actually gonna put this exact. I'm gonna thing. hit some of these images up here. I'm trying to think of my first remaster I ever played, and that's. I mean, it looks like a just difficult. like a little, like it looks just like a an okay sharper. remaster. Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. this soundtrack's fucking bumping though. Holy cow! <laughs> this is I, this is. I remember some of the voice lines. Oh yeah. I mean, command. Guys... Who knows? Let's try it. Let's. How much is it? Where do you get it? Probably whoa, Steam. Whoa, whoa! Don't, don't net me into this. Why? No, you're biased, shit, Ben. Yeah. I got too. As we'll discuss, dude, the, the world's podcast, ending. I got you know? too much, too much gaming. I gotta focus. Yeah, on that's a good shit. point. We can't keep talking about Yuri yeah. and uh, both the <laughs> anime trope and the Command and Conquer general. But yeah. in any case, this is a special episode where we're really going to be focusing not on old RTSs that no one's ever going to play again, <laughs> but we are going to talk about two very, very special games. Uh, one of them, and I think the game we'll talk about first is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. And we're going to talk all the way through Wrong. the first major... Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. All right, thank you. For Horizon right. Forbidden... Or, or Horizon Zero Dawn, Zero Dawn comma, Forbidden, for, West. Forbidden West. I That's thought it was colon. <laughs> colon. It would be better if it's a comma. For It's like really trash. Umlaut. Uh, Put an umlaut Yeah, uh, umlaut space. Uh, Maybe like the... Un you know like the fantasy, like they do an apostrophe in the middle of the name? Maybe we can oh, do that. Oh, yeah. Like Drizzit Drow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Rezin. Horizon Rest. Yeah. I don't think Zero Dawn's in the title. It's not. It's just Horizon Forbidden West. It's Horizon, Horizon the, 2 Forbidden yeah, West. We, it doesn't even have the 2, Matt. You fucked up. It does. <laughs> it doesn't. No. Look, at the, look at the thing. I'm looking at the box art now. It doesn't there's say a, anything like that. There's a 2. You drunk... No, there isn't. Where? I'll circle it for you. Do it. If it's, it's if it's you putting, <laughs> it, it's Aloy. He's like it's right there. Yeah, you're gonna circle a braid and try to convince me that's a two. Well, okay, so look under the eye. You are so stupid. No, what is that? Is that is that not a two? No. What are you talking about? I'm looking at the box art. Yeah. What's happening? Look under the eye. Um, oh, okay. Got him. It, that's an equal sign. No, it's an equal sign. <laughs> <laughs> it's an equal sign turned vertically. Yeah, There's it's a two. just weird to actually like come to the realization that the games, the game franchise is Horizon. Wait, so uh, do you think they had to do that just so that people wouldn't they wouldn't know it? They people wouldn't know it's a sequel. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's just a lot to that, say. Horizon Zero Dawn, just, Forbidden West. It's just, it's just it everyone. 
it just became synonymous with the title. No one called it. Did you play that Horizon? Any, anyway, everyone, between everyone between said, Ben Horizon and Matt, between Ben and Matt, you have fucked up this intro horribly, which is mm. fine. Um, so all you have to do, if you if you don't want spoilers, we are going to talk about the game up through the main story quest line, Death's Door, including that quest. So that is like a major plot point. It's really where the game takes off. I would say it's maybe. What would you say, guys? Like the first six to eight hours of the game? Yeah, um, pretty much caps off the first, like, I would say it's a six-hour mark. Yeah, you, you're, you're leaving the first area, um, which is known as the Dot, and you're really exploring the rest of the world. Um, and we're going to give our impressions to that. And just given the nature of, of Horizon, I'm sure we'll go back to this game quite a bit, and we'll talk about more and more sections. So if you are playing it, uh, feel free to follow along and to, to hear our impressions. But uh, after that, we'll talk about Elden Ring. So similarly, we'll provide a spoiler warning about what we'll be talking about and, and, and when that will occur. But first, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. So I'm just going to go around and ask folks, what do you guys think so far? Uh, ben, what are your thoughts about Horizon Forbidden West? I really enjoy this. Um... Uh, besides Ratchet and Clank, it's the second PS5 game I have that really stretches legs, and uh, it has been really fun, and I really enjoy it. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Elden Ring came out a week later, so I'm kind of like finding myself dividing my time rather than focusing on one or the other. Fair enough. So, But you really like it so far. Matt, what do you think? Um, I have uh, a lot of great things to say about this game um i have a lot of great things to say about the franchise as a whole uh horizon zero dawn the first game is like one of my favorites of all time it was like the first time i was playing a game on my ps4 that was like holy shit this is like the you know this is what this generation has uh it's coming to like full circle because playing the sequel here on the ps4 it, it feels like uh, I could, I'd say the same thing. I'm like, holy shit, like, you know, the next generation has a lot of, to offer already in the early stages. Um, I'm the only one not playing on a PS5, but I do not feel cheated. Um, I do not feel like I'm playing a lesser... Um, oh, does it run like, well? I, I really yeah. don't know. Okay. No, it, it runs, like... It has issues that the PS5 issues has as well. Like, there's people have pop-ins in PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's probably more so on the PS4. But, like, I haven't had ones that are just, like, laughable or, like, jarring. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, the. I would say the, the only thing that is probably noticeable, really, is the menu. Um, since PS4, unless you have uh, your own SSD, it doesn't, you know... Hmm. It's a low game. time to it. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like sometimes, you know, a lot of times the menu's fine, but sometimes I'll be like, let's check the map. And, you know, crunch, one crunch, or two, crunch, crunch, crunch. Yeah, one or two seconds, but like whatever, you know. Um, yeah. Game still looks fucking gorgeous. Like, <laughs> it's like one of the yeah. best looking games. That, the first game was one of the best looking games I ever played. This game is. If it looks the exact same as the first one, it's still one of the best looking games I've ever played. <laughs> but it Fair looks enough. better. I mean, like, uh, I can see like because I was recently. What's their recently... engine called? What? 
What? What's their know. engine called? I don't know the yeah. Gorilla Games engine. Yeah. Uh, go- no, yeah. Magilla Gorilla. Cryo. I thought it was called like Cryo or something. No, that's the f- that's the Crytek. That's the <laughs> yeah. Crisis engine. Grape ape. I think it's called Decima, according to something I just googled. Nice. Cool. No, that was what they. Oh, I guess maybe that's because they. I know they use the same engine for Death Stranding, so it's the same one. Yeah. Mm. Um. Detailed environments. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, Brian, what do you think? So, I really like this game, and the beginning part of it is one of the more enjoyable video game experiences I've had. For uh, great parts- opening. Parts that we're not going to get to in this episode, I think, drag a little. But I want to be clear, I put 20 hours into this game in less than a week. It's a lot of fun. There are some flaws with it, but it's overall a great game. Cool. Um, and then for me, I, I really enjoy it. I think uh, I don't think I've played a more beautiful game. Um, it looks... It makes me wish that I could have this Decima engine for fucking Elden Ring. I know that. Because, um, like, it is incredibly gorgeous. And uh, I love the art design. I think the story choices they, they made are, are really exciting. Um, to be clear, and as I mentioned, we're going to stop right after uh, Death's Door. But everything about it is just really cool. Uh, as someone who spent a ton of time in Zion recently, seeing Zion recreated in the first area, the Daunt, was really amazing and a really cool rendition of, of like a post-apocalyptic version of that. And I, I've, I have to say, like we all were trying to play through um, Frozen Wilds, and at least for me, I wasn't enjoying myself because I felt way too overpowered. But there's something about the game mechanics that are really magical when it's tuned right, and I think it strikes the perfect balance in terms of challenge and uh, like the gameplay loop of honestly, like Monster Hunter. Like, and I would say you would agree with that, Ben. Like, this is more Monster Hunter than it's ever been before, and it's really amazing how they've tuned it. Do you have any thoughts yeah. there, Ben? Giving you're a Monster Hunter fan. I mean, like, that's what I. Had- that's what I had stated in the chat when we were just generally talking about the game is it felt very monster honey with the aspect of preparing for fights uh, had way bigger, had way more emphasis than uh, previous where it was just like, yeah, you can go out there. But now it's like you got to eat some food. You got to have some potions. You got to make sure you got your elements ready. You know, it's it's really nice. And I, I like the more it feels more hunter gatherer. You feel much more primal when you're when you got to prepare for a fight to gather the ingredients for the upgrade you need. I really like the gameplay loop. There's Does a lot, feel... a lot of looting. Does mm-hmm. it feel different than what the original game was when you first played? I don't know if any of us played the original or started over. I think Brian, maybe did you try to start? Yeah, over? no, I, I I played all the way through. Um, Brian, hardcore. Yeah, I played the entirety of the way through. Uh, Zero Dawn, including Frozen Wilds, and then got, I, I think I'm about, I'm in Act 3 of uh, Forbidden West. So, yeah, so it do- Brian's got the most insight here. It, I, I think that what they've done with the combat is really cool in that a lot, if, at least in the first game, it felt like there was a right way to play. And like, mm. 
Yeah. If you didn't, you know, solve the puzzle in the particular way they wanted you to, you were going to have a bad time. And my takeaway from uh, Forbidden West is there's now a lot more flexibility in how you can approach things. It's still very like difficult. I actually think this is a little more difficult than normal. I'm playing on normal mode because I don't have shit to prove to anybody. But I do think that it's... Hard! Hard! Yeah, you're where a my fool. Hard's at, you're tryhard. Yeah, Keep yeah. tryharding. Try um, but I, I do think that it, the, the normal difficulty is more satisfying in that there's a lot more ways I can play. Like for instance, in Zero Dawn, like if my traps didn't go well and I got caught out and I was you know in a position where I'd have to melee, I'm kind of fucked. Like that's it. And now there's, like, a lot more tools I have to escape. Um, or even, like, times that I've been able to melee machines to death when they're at low health, which I never would have thought to or been able to do in Zero West. Or Zero West. Uh, Zero Dawn. Um, Zero West. So it's, it's really been a lot of fun. Um, the side quests in this game are incredible and i They're actually way better than the first them. one yeah. like i did not oh, yeah. do the side quest in the first game when yeah. i first played it through because they just were kind of boring yeah, it was like, i remember i did like ah, maybe two of them there. and one of them was like my my family's mansion is run over by my dinosaur or you know bot robots this is like go there kill the robots and then i right, tried yeah. to do another one that's and he's like 90 percent there's of the got quest. there's uh this area over this here some, over there. some robots and so well, and like that was the thing that was most jarring. Like after the very first mission, you get this little interlude that sets up the rest of the game, and there are all these side characters that, like, mm. I'd frankly never met because those side quests, for the most part, were terrible. And I'm sure there were a couple good ones buried in there. But what I've been mm -hmm. struck with with Forbidden West is almost every side quest is interesting and like has a little story. Like, you know, I'm not demanding that they be everything be The Witcher Three, but like. This is kind of that, and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, they're like, That's they feel point. organic, you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's, I want to do them not just because there's some, like, you know, number go up reward, but, like, it's, like, a fun, I like... help this dude. Yeah, like, this dude who I, like, met in a main quest, or, like, there's, there's a couple where, like, y you just have, like, this one-off, like, oh, this guy in a prison cell wants my attention. I feel like in the first game, I absolutely would have blown him off. In Horizon Zero Dawn, you find out what happens to the fucking Eclipse, the one of the main antagonists of the first game. Um, yeah. And so it's, I don't know, I'm, I... There's, a, there's also, like, actual rewards. Like, yeah. you actually can miss out on some key weapons, even, hmm. you know? Uh, there's a weapon that you get early on. Um, totally. A javelin. And if you don't have that, like, that, that's a... I hear from what I've read from some comments online that you know that weapon holds up like throughout the entire game. I love it. I that is a secret favorite weapon that uh, that I have uh, gotten, and it is I, it is so much fun. It feels so much more like hunter gatherer because you're just throwing a spear, you know, and yeah. hitting someone to a tree, you know, especially if it explodes or something. Oh yeah, there's like explosions and stuff, all sorts <laughs> of new, new ones you can get. Uh, well, because the, so the there's the well, because they have so the elemental explodes. like things where like, you know, you you hit the key things and there's just like a big fucking, either it's an acid 
cloud awesome. or a big electric blast or i love the skill trees in this i oh, think a, it's awesome they really overhauled that as well. I mean, you get sweet fucking abilities where you're like firing arrows that rain down. And I will say that this also like, awesome. is one of those games where it's like a sequel, and it actually does kind of feel like you know, like you're coming off of the first game where like eight like this you, feels like Mass Effect Two. You man. have a couple of the you know the powers that you had from before. Like you start with concentration. You start with um, the jump concentration. You have override. Um, you have a couple Slide abilities, like right off the bat. So you kind of already feel like you're still, you know, like the Aloy coming from do, the end of the I first game. I do game. like how they. I do how like they line drop. She's like, "Damn, I lost all my supplies in those six months traveling here." Up to the it is a little irritating that the first game power cells were so hard to come by and power up your super armor in this game they fucking throw them at you for every goddamn puzzle <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i like the art there's like a bunch of different weapons you know and armors like there's a bunch of new armors and they really, just all they sorts really of amped stuff. up yeah they really amped up the customization so everyone's playing their own style and it, yeah. and they can play how they want to play so yeah brian i think you made a great point about how the game really opens up and it's not like you didn't use electro on that one guy so you lose mm-hmm. although like, like it can't no, feel can, like that i mean you get a huge <laughs> advantage if you use electro on the guy that needs electro yes you can benefit but you can also be like i can also set them on fire poison them blow i do up some, um some you know co- cryo sack on their gullet you know, precious so cryo many, sack i like all the so many options i like how you have this like i don't know if uh, anybody else noticed this but like there was a, there's this cycle where like so like you know, the first game came out, Horizon Zero Dawn, and it, like, um, influenced, like, a bunch of um, big titles that came out after it. Like, um, mm-hmm. like you have Death Stranding and a couple other, uh, like, big title RPGs. And now we're back and, like, you see that there's even, like, influence from Death Stranding in Zero Dawn to where they change sort of, like, how the um, the focus works and... Mm-hmm. And um, some elements of the world. Wait, what do you mean? How they change how the focus works? Well, how you just click it, and you know, instead of hold it. Yeah. Yeah. And then how it does the scan, the pulse scan, and uh, there's just uh, there's a lot of cool stuff, and I like the sound effects. Um, the pull caster is a neat thing to in terms of like grappling onto oh, things yeah. and pulling things out. Oh yeah, yeah. The puzzle, the puzzle mechanic they threw in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I got. Oh, sorry. Please go ahead, Matt. Gliding is, you know, something oh, yeah. that's a big part of open worlds, and you can, you got your glider Breath in of the this, wild. Yeah, Genshin you know, Impact. The, every every single traveling RPG game saw Breath of the Wild and was like, gliders. A lot of people are saying that like they <laughs> gotta get some gliders. Like, yeah, why yeah. can't they just do the climb whatever you want mechanic but that like that that makes a look that that works in a game like zelda but like i, I don't it doesn't climb anything yeah like you you shouldn't necessarily be able to climb any surface like it makes sense yeah. that like you should 
There's only certain points that you can climb up. No, you should be like the Mako from Mass <laughs> Effect and just I will say go straight up. This is one of my criticisms of the game. The, I, I don't, don't do it. I don't mind. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't mind that you know, not everything is climbable, but it is not at all clear what is and isn't climbable. And having to spam your focus to be like, is there an X on this wall? Is a little dumb. Like I thought the first game did it better. I frankly. mean, but typically, just like marking like, what's climb, you know, what's climbable and what's not. And I, I actually if... went into the accessibility menu and just enabled show the goddamn x's all the time as to what's climbable and what's not i will say that like typically when you're looking at like some climbing faces like if you see some x's you can kind of just keep going up you know like it's not like that big a mystery but anyway you know I, i get what you're saying i just it's one of those it's like for a game that's trying to be you know such an emphasis on like throw or you know exploration and check everything out it was a little bit irritating to be like, okay, I guess I can't climb here, even though I've been climbing up, and the part I can climb visually looks identical to the part I cannot climb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say the one thing I noticed is the mounts are kind of not, they don't handle as well as the first game. They're like, I don't know. They feel, they go faster, but yeah. they feel more animal-like. You can't turn on a dime like Right, well, and they try to like... <laughs> I get you can turn it off in the yeah, settings, they, they but they try it, to they um, make it feel like, it. Yeah. like connect to the roads and stuff. So like sometimes mm. it can be weird. But I found myself not using them a lot. I just like exploring on foot because there's so much shit to pick up, and there is. you have you to get so from many the, from the from the mount. No, but not stuff like hunting. I mean, you still oh, have to yeah. like, but like. But if you run by it, she'll just lean over and grab it. You have to, like, uh, hunt a lot of different animals in this game. And the birds are such a pain in the ass. Lots of concentrations for it. Right. I have shot so many crows. Just give me a crow bone. Yeah. Come on. Throw me a crow bone. Yeah, there's a lot of crows, but you don't. Throw me a crow. I know know their bones are hollow. Just give me one. Stop. (laughs) This is like a this is like a fucking murloc eye or a boar liver from World of Warcraft. I'm just not getting one. Well, I think I think you should just have the head cannon that every time you're shooting them, your your arrow is somehow yeah going through every bone, obliterating them. Just. Well, those arrows are I fucking... Should, I should use smaller arrows. Nah. Boom. Well, speak, I love the fucking warrior bow. That's a fucking cool shit. Mm. A little fucking the close action one. bow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if, if I do um, play this game again, I'd like to want to play, play it and go like really hard down the warrior tree because some of those combos look so cool. They're fun. And, like... With kicking off of them, and then you get like fire when you're in the I air. I mean, you, Some real Legolas the, shit. The humans, <laughs> they did uh, amp up like the human combat because there there yeah. is some f- formidable foes, you know. Yeah, I'm excited to do more of those um those brawls Melee or pits. whatever those challenges. Yeah. yeah. Well, look fun. this game also like if you do any reasonable amount of side quests, they throw skill points at you. Like I think, oh, yeah. I think I truly will get to 
unlock every skill basically mm. just by because I'm interested in the side quest. That's a that's a fair point because yeah, in this one, I know the, in the first game you could almost you, like, get everything. Give you like two, three skill points sometimes, and then you like level up during a side quest yeah. and you get like eight skill points and you're like, oh my god. Yeah, if you don't fill out your skill tree, you you'll rack <laughs> you get them overwhelmed up quick, yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, okay, I need to spend thirty minutes reading all these abilities. Hell yeah! But they're fun. Man, they're fun. I, I, what do you guys think of the story so far? It's crazy. It's great. If, crazy. If we're, if, we're, if we're just gonna get into it, let's get into it. The um, that first twist with Death's Door and going into the cauldron and her being standing there and being like, okay, I'm the only one who can get in. I'm fine. And then all of a sudden the door opens and you're like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. What's going on? Great uh, then, setup. I, mm -hmm. I like how it's like... It's a good twist. It's a good twist that I should have seen just coming. Just getting more sci-fi. Yeah. Give me it. Mm -hmm. Give me more of that sci-fi. I thought it was also kind of a cool boss fight where it's like, you can't do right. shit to this guy and you're yeah. in what you think is a closed arena. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt very much like... Using all those crazy things. You know, like... It felt um, like an old school... It felt like an old school game. I thought that I was fighting the Terminator. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he's crazy, like, drill arm and shit. And it's like, no matter what, he continues to come towards me. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait uh, not to see where it goes, you know? Right. Knowing Horizon, not, and, yeah. it's probably going to go very good places. <laughs> I have a lot right. of faith in the team and the game. Yeah, so. for sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited to keep playing. They, they got me with that first hook. Like, I yeah. didn't see it coming, and I was like, oh. One of those wonderful video game moments where you're like... I, really I kind of saw it kind of coming in a way, the setup. I mean, because, <clears> you know, they make you learn about the, you know, the the ship, you know, pretty yeah, early yeah. on. They focus yep. on it a lot, and then it's... Yeah, and... So it's, it's kind it's of like... good setup. It is the good setup, but the setup is, boy, that Odyssey would have been nice if it didn't blow up. Yeah. Blow yeah. up. Yeah. Blow up. <laughs> so. <laughs> You're like, oh, maybe it didn't. I did like how, I, you know, like you see that that guy has, you know, they have like crazy shield armor. It's like, well, that's mm -hmm. probably going to be like how, you know, whatever epic endgame armor you get is going to be like some of their tech in a way you know what i mean yeah yeah i totally I forgot carrie Ann moss yep. was in this game until she oh, yeah. showed up in that cutscene. oh yeah. yeah i my theory is i i kind of want it to be like a one percenter ship that went off alone huh. and then like survived in like cryo and then came back and was like oh yes the earth is ours and then they're just gonna get fucked by these primitives using these robot technology that's what i'm hoping for mm -hmm. i mean yeah that is essentially it yeah you're but i don't know if it's like a one percenter shift that went off or the odyssey actually survived and these are our like <laughs> humanity savers just like no i like the other guys <laughs> what about the other dudes yeah um that's cool. And so I'm curious, guys, like what, uh, what, if anything, do you, do, do you dislike about the game? 
Uh, Matt said a bit of it, but uh, he didn't like say it as a negative. Just there's, he kind of did. There's just so much looting. You need. Well, can't you auto loot it? You don't auto loot. That's a, that's like take some of the immersion out. I think. Mm. I mean, a, I like blowing a, wait, the just... the components off of the animals and stuff. What do you mean? Oh, right. No, yeah. I'm doing it legit where you got to get the parts, the, the key parts off the animals. No, I'm with Ben. I Like, literally just looting all of the shit, like, in the world yeah. is yeah, that ridiculous. Like, there's just, there's just, there's just so much. And, like, Elden Ring really brought this and home. And I feel like they sort of... The fact that I have to stop my fucking horse or mount to loot shit is, bullshit is to insane. You. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why? Well, and then I feel like they also, like, I mean, they nerfed the healing herbs in a way to where, like, you you have to have more of them. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. like, you hold so many more, and you're just, like, fucking eating healing herbs like crazy. You have to keep yeah, picking them. Yeah, you need them. to pick those. But, yeah, you have to keep picking them. I just wish there was, like, maybe a device that you attach to your mount that when you you're run too, by I mean, you've been playing too much Lost Ark, man. No, I'm just saying, you have, a, you have an attachment, you attach I to need this little you run. thing that just loots everything for but me. But that picks, that picks up enemy drops. I'm talking about something that you have on your mount, and when, like, when I run by a fucking tiny forest of trees for my arrows, it's I run over them. It's like, oh, you just picked up 50 tinder. It was like, thank you. Instead 50 of going, tinder? Instead of, instead of having to stop and go, triangle, 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 triangle. Yeah. Okay, now yeah. to move on. It's oh, there's stupid. a bunch of... There's, yeah, I just want something that's like, press and hold to loot everything within a 10-meter radius. You know, just something. I will say, the stash is a godsend after playing the first game. Yeah. <laughs> it was so irritating to just be it like, It is probably oh, well. like, at least, you know, like, there's a bunch of looting, but like, at least you don't get to a point where you're like oh i can't loot this yeah you get to you get oh, to loot everything you know what i mean you don't you don't be, get to a point where like all your bags are full and you just have to leave corpses yeah that would be a huge detriment to the game i'd be like oh no well, no, that drove me that, nuts playing replaying uh zero dawn because i had to do that a bunch yeah uh, brutal well speaking of a game that might not be driving people nuts is, no, is. elden ring um, so we also played a huge chunk of Elden Ring. Um, Not I'm me. really, well, okay. I'm sorry. I guess I'll uh, zone out for a little while. You're not going to say anything. You I'll react, Matt. You get the experience <laughs> I get when you guys talk about anime shit that I haven't heard of. <laughs> we, yeah, you can just sit there. Could because there's been a, a like eight episodes of Attack on Titan. So oh, God damn it! Why did I say anything? Ah. Well, we could, but we're not going to. I guess um, not. All right, so as we as we mentioned, we're going to talk all the way through the first uh, legacy dungeon of uh, Elden Ring. That's Stormvale Castle. Um, oh, and the final boss at the end of that, which is where we are all at or around. I know some folks of us are, are ahead. Brian, um, farther. Uh, yeah. But um, generally, like, I am, I really, really, really love this game. And I thought the open world would have been kind of awkward, just given like the way that that game. Do they still do the like, um, like where you get to see people's like, f where people fade in and fade out? Like if you're around them, like live. You yes. know, yeah. They still do that they kind do. of yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 
that's like the it's one cool thing I really like about the Souls Born really experience. Cool. Like, you're like, oh, well, that person's doing the same thing I am right now. And sometimes yeah, it's, it's really like cool really creepy when you like match the person almost like <laughs> like directly. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're picking up things or like going going up a ladder. Yeah, yeah. and you're just like, uh, okay, guy. I think that's really that's a fair point because that's really cool now in the open world when you're riding on your horse and you just see a spectral like all of a sudden show up right riding alongside you. Oh like, yeah, oh, that yeah, would be cool. This, yeah. To, see, like I'm in this, I'm interested in this game. I've always wanted to to be yeah, into the, the Soulsborns games, I mean, but I'm I'm, I'm a big baby. It's uh-huh. even e- this is probably the most accessible right a Soulsborn game. Of all of them, I remember it's so um, easy for us to join into other worlds and other players. So level one, we can jump in. We're not restricted by soul level, was it? Mm-hmm. You yes. Couldn't, you couldn't join a a fellow player if he was like fifteen levels. Well, and I don't know never, if they're they scaling. Never, How does that work? But they, never, but they never told you that. There's no scaling in this game. Oh. Everything's well, just, they, they, could... the PvP apparently they've set up to actually have uh, level and item scaling, so to prevent twinks from just wrecking people. <laughs> oh, it's always the twinks. Invade and destroy. Always fun. Um, I like. I just think oh, it's so cool. Like, and I actually think George R. R. Martin did something in so, in so far that I find the uh, lore really, really confusing. I am. Uh, it's so not confusing. Mad. I actually think it's pretty straightforward as to I what's am, happening. I think it's I cool. I'm so mad that he probably shit this out in a weekend. And I struggled <laughs> to write. I struggle to write in my Dungeons and Dragons campaigns, and this guy's like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna make this fucking brand new." awesome plot line that's sort of based off Norse mythology uh-huh. with, e- with Eastern influences in a day, probably. Sure. Well, he's got a stack of the Winds of Winter sitting over there. Just be like, I'll get to that, whatever. Uh, what if the I Winds mean, of Winter is completed and he's just a huge dick? Just, <laughs> to be released on my death. <laughs> no, he's yeah. just... It's just They'll find it like no. twenty years from now or something, you know. <laughs> like fucking F. Scott Fitzgerald style. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I had this, but uh, fuck you. Yeah. He hid it. He hid it in an NFT that no one will find. <laughs> it's in a thumb drive that's just in one of his fat folds. But so, Elden Ring. I gotta say, the jump mechanic, and specifically in Stormvale Castle makes exploring so much more fun and so much less terrifying. And, like, yeah, the verticality crazy. opens up yeah, a whole yeah. new thing. And also, like, in fucking bosses, like, hmm. it's incredible. And not, ju- not just bosses, but, like, the combat. Like, mm-hmm. I've been jumping over sword slashes, and I feel like a god. <laughs> well, uh, and it's all, well, you know, you know, it's like, you know, Sekiro, they jump... It really makes strikes. a big difference, yeah. Yeah, well, it's just like I use a I use a great sword, so it's so satisfying to just jump heavy attack, bam, and just get all that poise break. Like that's so satisfying. Yeah, and the addition of the guard counter too, which I'm starting to get the hang of, it really felt feels like a breath of fresh air. Well, guard cancels like, hey, are you not? a 360 no-scope kind of guy for parries will try this much more easier ability. Which I respect. Like, it's not... It doesn't always break poise. 
So sometimes, yeah. but like, it is a nice thing to do to have yeah. if, you if you cannot do yeah. parries. Yeah, if you can't do parries, it's for you. Or if you don't have the sword shield skill like I do. So any, shows. anybody who says uh, Elden Ring isn't accessible can go to hell. Yeah. Well, uh, I so, mean, what do you mean by that? Like, in terms of accessibility? No, just that it's an it's alternative so to parrying. It's so much easier to play than other Souls games. Okay. Well, I, I think it's both easier and harder. Like, there, I would say the first boss of the Legacy Dungeon is normally, like, a mid to late boss in any other Soulsborne game. Uh, Soulsborne mm -hmm. Eero, I guess, to add Merrick. Sekiro. Uh, it's very fun, but very challenging. Um, and, like, some of the... But some of, like, the like side dungeon bosses are super straightforward and relatively easy. And so it's like, if you're having trouble, there's always something else you can do that's well within your range. And like going- Who was your first boss? Oh God. my I, The first legacy boss yeah. was the first, first, no, first boss you ran into. Right? Um, the Come, pumpkin head. Came out of the yeah, me too, pumpkin head bros. Yeah, just because yeah. it was very, very, that, that boss is essentially a glorified trash mob. But like, I've really been enjoying yeah, yeah. finding these random fucking enemies and mm -hmm. just, and these random dungeons all over the place. And sometimes they're just a couple of rooms, but sometimes they're these, like, you know, deep, like, really complicated things that honestly remind me a little bit of the Bloodborne Chalice Dungeons, but mm. so oh, much yeah, more 100%. varied. Um, yeah. I'm, I yeah. really like it. Like Yeah, I, it's fun. Uh, exploration was one aspect of Dark Souls that uh, I, I kind of didn't like. Because uh, exploration in Dark Souls was just backtracking and looking for real specific things and and looking for, like, items. This is just... This kind of exploration is really fun because it's so much more broad, mm -hmm. you know? You're not running through corridors looking for a specific thing. You're like, oh, I can go over to that tree. You can see by looking with your eyes places you can go which is very cool yeah no it's it's really well done um i really really like it i also like i know i said it was super accessible there are some brutal fucking like fuck you from software things like there is a well, yeah. there's a treasure chest that instead of the some of the new um the new traps and treasure chests or they just have this fog that will come out and teleport you elsewhere so early on, I got teleported to, like, a very high-end, like, level where I was in a cave and couldn't just, like, get on my horse and sprint out and actually had to, like, fight through significantly higher-level mobs to get to <laughs> and I could not teleport that? out. Um, it's in the Dragon Burnt Village or whatever. Oh, okay. I haven't got... Yeah. Well, uh, Brian, you know, you say there's no safety, but if you talk to the dude, he's like... Hey, don't go over there. There's a dragon. No, no, no. But it's it's, a, it's like, not in. It's the village next to the dragon. You don't have to. Yeah, talk but to he the says don't go to the lake area. You there's idiot. A You're dumb. A there's a dragon. Yeah, but in the lake area, you get the mines, which give you so much of the upgrade materials. You get the twin hey, blade, one of the best early weapons. I am just telling you what they told me in the game to prevent that court sort of shit. Ah, nothing ventured, nothing gained. 
<laughs> but like it is funny to look at my map where it's like you know it, where i am a ton of like little of the checkpoints and then like uh -huh. way off in the corner in like dark gray it's just like one random one from the time i had to frantically oh, yeah. find a checkpoint to get out of there that's funny um i have to say like well it, it is a great game uh the way that it's generally constructed i find really impressive um it is after playing like ratchet and clank and uh more linear games? No, like, even Horizon Zero Dawn, it is... I find it to be not particularly graphically impressive. Um, and I get that's not the point of those games, but it's just, like, a little disappointing, I suppose, is the way I put it. Um, so, I, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel. I find a lot of pop-in. I felt like the launch has been really rocky, Getting people to connect is a real pain in the ass, like, I annoyingly yeah, so. Yeah, trying to summon cooperators before yeah. the first boss, I felt I had to summon, like, 20 to get one that worked. So, yeah. I haven't, like, had any issues. Uh, granted, the only people I have summoned have been NPCs. Uh -huh. <laughs> For every, every, like, major boss fight, I've managed to get some NPCs to help me out. Um... But I didn't have the issues you did with, like, the sound and shit, Brian. I didn't have any of that crazy stuff. Yeah, I had crashes. I had the sound all go yeah. out. Um, and thankfully, yes. From Software the issued a patch that fixed it all. So and it's been the fine since then. The sound go out, that sounds nuts of a, of a bug. It was, uh, it was irritating. It's super frustrating. Like, mm -hmm. come on. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't... Like, I don't necessarily think they should do better, but, like, it, just given the fact that I don't think it's, like, graphically intensive or anything like that, I don't understand as to why it was so honestly painful, <laughs> like, you know, to get this game to work in a way that I wanted it to. Um, uh, it's gotten a lot better. I, I love the, the game itself is really spectacular. Um, and the bosses, holy shit, like... They, they have really outdone themselves in terms of, like, what uh, is, like, in terms of the boss design so early in the game. Um, I thought, uh, what, what what was his name? Um, is it Mirith the Fell Open, Omen? Is Merrick. That, Merrick. Merrick the Fell Omen? Is that the way yeah. to, okay. The first boss in the storm, in the castle. That's an that's an incredible first, like, impression of a boss, I think. Yeah. You know, I think it's super cool. Um and it, it is just really spectacular what they've done in terms of trying to really outdo themselves in terms of the boss fights. Goldrick feels like an end boss, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Who is, it's nuts how cool it is. Um, Definitely feels like it would be a dark, it would be right up there with a Dark Souls 3 final end game of the four bosses, you know, that you have to defeat. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just super, super, super impressed. Well, and the fact uh, that it's a multi-phase fight and it's the first fight is oh, awesome. Yeah. That, that, oh man, when that first phase happens, my cat, that's funny, my cat started freaking out. Oh when, yeah? When, when, well, yeah, because I'm playing with the sound on and we um, knew without headphones and, you know, cat's just sleeping there and uh -huh. then... I get Godric down to half health, and now Godric just starts screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah. My cat's like, what the hell's going on? And I'm like, I don't know, Artemis. 
And then Godric just starts fucking cutting his arm off and grafting it to a dragon's head, and I'm losing my goddamn mind. I know. I immediately texted Sud, being like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, yeah it's awesome. And then I yeah. feel like everyone dies immediately. <laughs> yeah, to all the fire, because you're just in, yeah, you're you're so just like, stunned what? by what the hell just I, happened. I did not die. However, I took the flame. Um, did you? Luckily, I took the flame to the face. I survived it. Um, I bought that um that spell that gives you fire resistance uh-huh and so that was that ended up uh paying off right now in in the game i'm trying to find more uh more faith spells i just have there's just that one guy in the in the main hold that you run into i'm trying to find oh the there, other there's one, a few I, of them i know because i found the sorcerer i found the sorceress master and I found like a a scroll that had more sorcery spells, but yeah. it's like I got no arcane, so I, I need them faith spells. I want to see how cool they are because arcane spells are so fucking badass. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I was I was saying this in the Discord, but like usually these games punish like ranged builds in the first two bosses because you don't have a lot of the good spells yet. And in this game, it feels like the first couple of bosses, it's the opposite. It punishes melee builds, at least in the hmm. first Legacy dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought that was kind of a fun little thing. Like, I, my, for whatever reason, I always do a strength build to for my first playthrough of any of the game because I enjoy, you know, it's not, I, I, in my mind, it's the easiest way to play because you kind of get the, uh, you break the super armor and you can get kind of enemies staggered for the most part. And boy, is it a lot harder than it usually is in the early going. I'm cruising, man. I'm doing a strength fade. Cruising. Build. Cruising. Uh, I will tell you one thing, though. I was bashing my head against a wall with uh, one boss I was doing last night. But I beat him. So I was Which boss? With that. Uh, he is the boss I was telling you about, Brian. Oh, right, right, right. The, the second boss in the in the, in the underground well. river. The well, that's what it is, yeah. Safira's well. Safira or something like that. Soifra, yeah, uh, however you say it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, there's a there was a secret boss there that I was battling and it was it just felt like classic Dark Souls because it took me like two hours and I kept on telling myself, Okay, at 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 twelve, if <laughs> this boss isn't dead, I'm going to bed. Okay. I got really close that time. Okay, by twelve thirty. <laughs> that's how it always is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, I was like, okay, at one, I'm stopping. Elden Ring um, is the new save. I, I beat the boss at one oh five a.m. Congrats! <laughs> I was like, yeah. Nice. That, <laughs> yeah, but it 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 kindered it kindered joy. Kindered sure. joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the chocolate. Uh huh. <laughs> But uh, I am, like, uh, that was, like, the top, like, I'm super excited for this game. And just all that entails, and I might have to pick Brian's brain about where these faith people are. I will say, mm. I went back and played Elden, or uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West this afternoon. Whoa, um, we're just dying out here on I this. I know, I just, this fucking name of that game. Let's go ever. You can just say Horizon Zero. We know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do whatever you want. I played the new Horizon game after playing uh, playing Elden uh -oh. Ring. It's bizarre. I, uh, uh oh. 
Yeah, I bet you're I bet you're hitting all kinds of fun buttons by mistake. Oh no, it's 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 certainly hitting buttons by mistake, but just like the dodge roll is so much more forgiving in mm. uh fuck Forbidden West. <laughs> and, oh man. Um just actually having to think about like what uh what's in my inventory, am I prepared for this fight? Like I accidentally walked into a boss fight that was, you know, pretty deep in the game and then did not have anything and just kept getting my ass kicked until I had to reload an earlier save. <laughs> yeah, I haven't gone back for the worry. I was like, oh no, it's just gonna be so jarring. I gotta I gotta get a good chunk of uh, Elden Ring in. Gotta be satisfied with how I look. Well, Are I'm you satisfied with how you look? Not yet. I, but you, I got, have you found the have you found the like sewing kit? Yeah. yeah so oh, that's so important. It's yeah. so good it that like uh, Elden Bling is really a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Elden Bling. Yeah. Thanks, Vati. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely thanks, stole that from him. Thanks, Vati. What? That's where it's from? I didn't know that. Uh, that. He was the first person I heard say it. He did. Yeah, Vati released like this ten use beginners tips video. And one of them was like, "Go get the sewing kit," and he titled the it. The sewing kit's so yeah. good, yeah. He he titled it Elden Bling. Fair enough. Uh huh. And now Brian has sent it out into the internet. Mm hmm. And our views plus his views. Now everyone's gonna know. Now everyone's doing it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So Matt, yeah, you should get this game. Yeah, Matt, has, has this made you want to get it, or or no? You're just like fucking. I mean, it. I still want to. I wanted to get it. I mean, no, I don't. It looks fun. <laughs> it's just uh, I kind of want to beat Horizon. Uh, That's fair. First. It's it's hard. They're both like super massive games, right? So it's just like ah. Uh, I know. What do that we do? Was, that was so unfortunate of timing. Like I'm glad I have them. Both of them, I own them. I mean, that's how like, the, the market works, right? I mean, but it's also the the Horizon they, franchise they look can't catch for, a fucking break. You know, yeah. statistically the best time to release this game. And it, yeah, you know, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, a hundred percent. They were like, "Oh, look, everyone's playing our." Oh no! But like, <laughs> El Zero Dawn comes out, and then a week later. Breath of the Wild comes out. Yeah, that's Forbidden West is. comes out, and yeah. a week later, Elden Ring comes out. That's brutal. Yeah. No gracias. Yeah. So when the next Horizon game is announced, we we have another game. We know we've got another star of a game to look forward to. Like, oh, New Horizon. That means we're gonna get another banger of a game that's gonna come out right around the same time. Probably. I mean, yeah. What? I, I assume that will be the case. Death Stranding 2, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, I can't wait for Death Stranding. That was the one thing I was going to say. Like, if you guys had played Death Stranding, you would not find the climbing in Horizon complicated at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't find the complicated climbing. That's not I what don't, I heard. I don't find it complicated. I just find it irritating. And I'm sure if or I played irritating. Death Stranding, I would be like, this is the greatest comp climbing system ever. As opposed <laughs> to Death Stranding that actively tries to fuck you, from what I remember. Um, in any case, uh, Elden Ring good. Horizon Forbidden West good. Th did anyone else do anything that they want to share? I want to talk a little bit about Sifu. I played King of Fighters. 15. Oh, uh... How did that go? God bless it's the ring. It's fun. It shattered all my expectations. Exceeded or shattered? It's shattered. 
What does that mean? That's just their, that's the game's slogan. Oh. Shatter all expectations. And so is it like the best fighting game you ever played? No, but it's really fun. And it's like the for the first King of uh, Fighters, I'm having a lot of fun. Um, the uh, It feels more uh, like an old school fighter because there's okay. so many different inputs. But it's really easy to do like... Uh, raw threes, so it's, it's really <laughs> You're such a bitch. It's really That's easy. the only thing that matters. <laughs> it's really easy for new players to do a lot of damage, which is uh -huh. always satisfying to get new players to keep playing. Uh-huh. That's and fair. So, That's, a good point. That's absolutely what you desperately need in a fighting game. Yeah. 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 You need, um, you need new so, players so did to you, enjoy themselves. It, do you like it more than... Uh, I don't like it more than fighters. Do you like um, it more than uh, Guilty Gear? Yes, I do like it more than Guilty really? Gear. Really? Yeah, Guilty Gear is really difficult. Hard? With, with, <laughs> yeah, and hard. And there's just so many more mechanics uh -huh. in Guilty Gear with all their all their Roman Roman canceling and all that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and I like, like, one thing I like about King of Fighters is it's a, it's, it's a team fighter. So uh -huh. it's 3v3. But you play them uh, round by round. So mm. uh, two players, uh, two characters will fight. The winner will keep going. And they'll get a little bit of life. Um, and so you can... And then the next player... Then your next in the roster will go. And the second player, like... Like um, fighters, when you're down to one character, you get more bar and stuff like that. It's like that. So your second character gets some extra bar so they can do better in the next round. And I kind of like I like that system. Um, I've never uh, one thing I struggle with when fighting games is the tag system. And so luckily there's not this, so I can just focus on one character at a time. Um, it's fun. I like it. The combos are cool. It's easy to do damage. Who, who are you maining? Terry Bogard? Uh, uh, no, I am maining Robert. That's another thing about this. They, I have never, I don't know any of these characters, and they're all like regular people. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not crazy names like Ichigo and Goku and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like Robert, Vanessa, right. and Elizabeth. Right. Those are the those are the three. Hey, I and like. then a man named Geese. You can't yeah, blame. Oh them. yeah, yeah. And then there's Geese, um, but it is it's fun. I like it. I'm probably gonna keep playing it. Um, it's probably gonna go into the lineup with Dave and I's like fighting games. But another thing Did, that came. So out, he got it too. No, he's getting it next week, and then we're gonna play. But I'll tell you what came out yesterday that everyone's so hype on. That was also Geese based. No, but it's fighting game based. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters has released a another DLC character. Cool. Android Twenty One Lab Coat in uh, quotations uh, is the is the latest Dragon Ball Fighters, which is really interesting because it seems like Fighters is going along around the ways of the Xenoverse mm. franchise, where they're just like dropping it's not like they're gonna drop dlc packs but maybe they'll drop something for the movie coming up maybe they'll sure. drop so we don't even know exactly if fighters is dead now because of this i mean fighters felt kind of dead because they won't institute fucking rollback netcode and yeah, yeah i don't know exactly. why exactly 
but they keep releasing characters. But um, she's awesome. She has a OTG, which means on the ground for you, for you noobs, which means you can hit them when they've already hit the ground, so you can set up more resets. It's a very cool mechanic. She's very fun. She's got the classic um, big anime where she adjusts big her booba. glasses. She's got this super where she blasts a person on the ground, and uh, she does the classic adjust glasses, uh-huh. uh, make reflection. I'm familiar with this, yes. The, the, the trope. She's great. She's fun. It's uh, good stuff. Fighting games, awesome. Elden Ring, awesome. Horizon, awesome. But yeah. Um, did you watch anything? I watched most of Cuphead. Cuphead. Animated Is that show like Pothead? on Netflix. It's, oh man, I am unsure who this show is for. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I don't it? think it, it works. I like it. It's, 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 uh, it's weird. Interta- I'm, I'm like, looks weird it's, at least. It, it's, Aww. it's like an old timey cartoon. Uh, they, they. They've got the film grain on it. All the music's like that old. Um, yeah, why I, would they change the? That's the their yeah, stick. Yeah, yeah. So the aesthetic is as hard as it is in the game, and uh, so uh, Cuphead and Mugman get into uh, uh, an issue. Shenanigans. And shenanigans. There's always a song in there that's like uh-huh. you know a ragtime song or something like that. Like very reminiscent of you know early like 30s and 40s cartoons sure um they use the you know all the music is either from the game or you know way past its uh legal by mark. yeah so it's like all whatever they call free music to use um uh it's it's I would say it's in the realm of kind of like Spongebob in terms of its goofiness and silliness. Um, For a show that really like puts Wayne Brady on the front end as the uh, as the Dice King, you know. Oh, my God. Wayne Brady. Yeah, he's the Dice King. Uh, He is in. uh, I am on episode 10. I have seen him in one episode. (laughs) Okay. So he, he really cashed in uh-huh. on on this, and Netflix put him on like, oh man, look at him, look at him, <laughs> look at Wayne Brady. Yeah, yeah, look at him, look at him scatting, look at uh-huh. him scatting, pay us money. Um, but <laughs> I mean, I'm probably gonna probably gonna finish this the show, but um, it's interesting. Um, Cuphead, I did not expect Cuphead and Mugman to have Jersey accents. Oh, they do? That's rad. It's like old-timey. It's like old-timey. I think it's cool. Yeah, I, I it's, like that. <laughs> it's very... But it's not super hard uh, uh, of the accent. It's more subtle and nuanced. But it's it's definitely... You know, Haba, it's definitely uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, it's an interesting show. Uh, I would say take a look. But it's... You know, it's not any, like, adult humor or anything like that. So, like... I guess if you were a hardcore Cuphead fan and you also had a kid, this is a very weird. Or uh, a Pothead. I'm sorry, Pothead. If, if you had a kid, you could sit your kid down and watch this, and you could both enjoy it. I uh-huh. guess in the same way that SpongeBob is, but SpongeBob uh-huh. has more nuances and stuff like that. But what are the nuances of SpongeBob then? 
just some of the jokes they make. They make a, you know, we will rip the establishment board by board. You know, they uh-huh. do a whole episode on, on uh, you know, worker strikes and unions. Uh-huh. I don't think Cuphead would ever do that. You don't know that. Maybe they are... Maybe in episode 12 they do, but uh, so far it's been like... Wow, you watched 12 episodes? Or they're, like, watched... they're like they're like old-timey cartoons, so they're like 12 I didn't, minutes. I didn't 12... realize that also meant that you... <laughs> Like they're like 12-minute bare... like episodes. All right. Did other people get that, too, or is it just... Or am I just stupid? You all knew it was, like, 12-minute, like, SpongeBob-level episodes? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they... Yeah, but it's just, like, little simple things where it's like, I want you to paint the fence, and they're like, okay, we'll, we'll dip out and go to the carnival instead. And they get into shenanigans at the carnival. As and, one does. So they don't blame yeah, the motherfuckers? They, no. they, they, with their guns, they like, they don't, no, they just run into the, I know it feels like a, it feels like a real loss opportunity. They I know, run just, around, I know. they run away, they run away, they're scared a lot Yeah, of they time. could be fucking uh, blaming motherfuckers. Cuphead, Cuphead is the brave and brash silly. I would, I would say he's like your yakko slash wacko warner where uh-huh. Mugman. And I would say the Animaniacs blame more motherfuckers. Yeah, they do. They, they do, do blame a lot of folks. Yeah. Mug Mugman, however, is more of a timid, uh, scared good boy. Boo. A timid, scared that, good good boy. Well, I mean, I still dynamic. might They're check it out, but I don't know. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I'd, I'd check it out, but I wouldn't. You know, I, I I'd call you weird if it was your favorite show ever. Oh, you know? nice. But it's. It is a it is a beautiful homage to those old timey cartoons. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> as he that's... as he burps in disdain. Now, <laughs> now, Sud, tell me about your journey and in, into being a martial arts master and growing a sick beard. Oh, uh, Sifu is so good. Is it really? It is. See, it is I good. Was, I was. I saw some reviews, so I've been kind of on the fence about it. So. Sifu is balls hard, and if you like fighting games, you will like Sifu. Uh oh. Um. How much is it? Forty. Uh, maybe. I I hope it's not forty. It seems like a bit much for the kind of game it is. But um. Hit up the, hit up the I uh I really like the game. I have to say, like, there's some. It definitely has some problems. Mm-hmm. Um. Any game where I have to look up a tutorial for your tutorial probably doesn't teach you how to play the game very well. Um, that's I don't know if that's like a, a, a hot take or not, but that's sort of how I felt. Uh, just painful. It was painful, and that like kind of it kind of soured the initial experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, that game's fucking cool though. Like mm-hmm. it, it's got a great soundtrack. Um, it. It the only thing like that it, it's it's missing and I hope they figure they figure this out because I know that they really want you to be like good at the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. What I think they need more than anything is uh, a way for the user to just get better naturally through the RPG mechanic. So right now you can you are leveling up. What is up, the RPG mechanic? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked. When you start the game, you have some combos, um, but it is not like you have a full-fleshed like fighting game tree. Mm-hmm. That's not what the game is at all. Um, so, what that means is effectively 
you have a lot of scenarios where uh, you you are like just doing what I would call raw threes in the game effectively, and they look really cool and they feel really impactful, but it's not enough depth for you to get through the game. So it's like if Dante just had Stinger, for example, like is that enough for you to get through Devil May Cry? No. I mean, it gets you some part of the way, but eventually you hit a wall. And the problem is that you earn experience from defeating enemies and not dying, but what happens is that you need to purchase skills five times before you actually learn them. So what does that mean? Um, You can purchase a skill during a run, and you'll get the skill for that run, but you won't memorize the skill unless you purchase that same skill five times. So it creates like an exponential... Sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? I just said roguelike. So, yeah. Super roguelike-y. Yeah. yeah. You eventually so, get better, but you first right. get beaten down. Yeah. Yeah. You, you you do definitely get beaten down. And it's, uh, it's a little tough to pull off, I found. Um, just given the fact that it, it, it it's such a cost investment um, to, to get it. It's not cheap, even. So, I would love to see a version of this game where you uh where i think you want what i think you want in this kind of game actually is i think you want to um make the barrier to entry significantly lower so i don't mind the roguelike element necessarily um what i do mind is the idea that like oh this is going to cost um like x a number of hours before I'll even have enough like money to pay for like what I needed to pay for as an example. You'd rather just not have the ability until you have it permanently rather than Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I but think then so. I I kind of like the idea of this this five use because that gives you an idea to really solidify if you want that a part of your repertoire or not. Yeah, but the thing is you can't experiment then. Like, I wouldn't yeah. experiment if it's like, oh, I only got five. Like, I'd rather have the opportunity to fuck up combos to be like, oh, it doesn't work this way. Mm-hmm. Versus, I feel like I wouldn't try it if maybe, there's a limit. Maybe give us, like, all the abilities except for a few. Mm. And then as you use those combos, they get better or something because you've used them so many times. So it encourages the ones you use to keep using or to learn new ones at your leisure. Maybe. Uh, Like, that's not a bad idea. Um, I just think it's, it's something to be said that like, you, you have to play the game multiple times. Like, so I've yeah, only gotten 100%. through the first two areas, areas and just like by calculation of the number of um, like experience I'm getting per run, it might take me 20 hours before I get like half the skill tree. Ooh. And for a fighting game, which it really is, that's sort of that's fucked, nuts, I know? think. It's brutal, yeah. yeah. So it is not a short game, but the actual content you're doing is short. So I can already feel being like, okay, do I really want to play the first stage for the 16th time? Um, Yeah. And that might be like what's required, right? And they're saying like, you know, eventually, I mean, the developers say get good, right? Yeah, I mean, that's... That is a dangerous combination for your your game because you are making something... You are taking two two game types 
that are really hard and accessible for people is a roguelike and a fighting game. Yeah. And expecting people to, like, commit and get good, like, that's dedication. Yeah. Uh, and, like, it, it's it's dedication, but, like, do I want to make that dedication when... I even think Elden Ring is significantly easier <laughs> than Sifu. <laughs> Just, like, wow. the best that... Like, uh, I don't know, you know. Uh, um, it is 40 bucks, Sud. I'm gonna... I, I uh, You definitely intrigued me. I'm definitely gonna pick it up, and uh, we can. Uh, I'll give it a shot and see how it is. I I think it's worth it. Like I, I think mean, it's super cool. But it looks cool. It already looks like it sets you up for a uh, a old boy scenario. So yeah. I'm totally down. Yeah, and th- it is style for days. Super beautiful, like incredibly, like just polished. I would say <laughs> the mods um, are having a field day with it. Are there mods? I'm sure yeah. there are. I just haven't seen any. Yeah, there's ones where you're like running around as pan as uh pan the panda from Kung Fu Panda. Sure, man. I forget his name. It's Kung Fu uh, Panda. Jack the Black. Kung Fu Panda Panda. Yeah. Yeah. No, he had a name. No, his name is Kung Fu no. Panda. No, yeah, they the don't Kung go Fu around panda. calling him Kung. Whoa. Or Panda. Uh, wow. <laughs> okay. Jeez. It's not Kung Fu Panda. Oh man, I'll I'm have to so believe that. <laughs> and sensitive to Pixar. I think it's insensitive more than that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you oh, man. Fools. You made it up. But yeah. I think his name's Bo or something. Well, uh, <laughs> does anyone else uh, have something to share? Um, I watched the first episode of Genius. What's Genius? So, in 1998, Baby this genius? guy started genius. No, no, no. It's crazy. Wow, I forgot about Baby, in Baby Genius. In 1998, this dude became friends with Kanye West and started filming Oh, him my God. Doing I forgot everything. about this. And it is fascinating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I refuse it is to acknowledge. A fascinating guy. I know that you like Kanye West a lot, but, like, I hear this thing is fucking nuts, I refuse dude. to acknowledge Kanye it is Kanye. wild. Even when he is a broke, like nineteen-year-old, he is the like he's always been this person, and it's crazy yeah. to see him be like this, this egotistical <laughs> and this like you know hyping up himself. And it's also crazy like he's going and taking um, his first what became his first hit single, "All Falls Down," and taking it to Rockefeller Records and playing it to like anyone who will listen, including like fucking administrative assistants. Who are like, you know, smiling at him, but also clearly blowing him off. And it's like, uh-huh. this song was a hit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, this is a great, it still holds up as a great song. Um, but still, like, everyone's just blowing off. Like, oh, you're just the guy who makes beats. And it, like, it is just this fascinating, I I, I really If only it. he was just completely blown off. Not a piece of shit. Yeah. If only isn't, it never he took off. is he Yee now? Isn't he Yee? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just yay. He's just yay now. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah, yo. Yeah. It's yay. But yeah, it's it. Like I am a Kanye apologist, and especially <laughs> love his apologist. early music. Um, and so yee it's apologist. been like fascinating to watch. Charmy did not like it, but I was super into it. Oh, why did she not like it? Because she just doesn't like Kanye, or what? Is she so she, it is. 
a documentary that doesn't have like a very strong like through line. That's a loose term. Um, mm. It's but it's really fascinating in terms of just like he all of the shit he's overcoming and you know you know he's going to but it's also just any sane person would have been like all right at this point i gotta fucking bail um mm. but it's also wild to see like fucking black star like most and talib Kweli are like in a car with kanye being like holy shit these are your beats or like you know kanye did the beats to h to the izzo like that one of jay-z's huge songs like it's crazy like going back and being like oh that's right like kanye literally is responsible for like most hit rap songs from the late 90s on i heard this he is a skilled um, musician turned crazy person i i mean i heard this from uh, crazy from the beginning that's kind of how yeah but i heard this from um uh, a rolling stone interview about this uh about about this documentary like the first part seems to be like really like uplifting and awe-inspiring and then the second part is like modern day and like what he is now and it's like really really distressing is that how you found i have only seen be? the first part so i'll have to oh. i'm going to keep watching but uh, the first part was was is it just, is it all out where do you watch it it's on netflix it's a three-part okay. thing um i thought the third part was going to be present day but because uh, the second part the previews make it seem like this is when college dropout his first album came out uh-huh um so i don't know i highly recommend it it's it's like a portrait into the mind of somebody who's super talented and super egotistical and cannot get the world to see it hmm so struggling artist super super interesting but like a struggling artist who you know fucking makes it and becomes one of the most influential people you know people in the music scene and it, it not I, it not in matt's music scene don't don't tell matt too many more things he might get he might lose no it. it's weird okay, i mean matt? kanye west and mf doom were like really good friends like were mf doom's dead but like yeah. Kanye did a bunch of uh, <laughs> beats for MF Doom. Yeah, yeah. No, no, like I, the, I, the, I, inter, I the circles are intertwined. I just, I, I, I fucking, you know, a crazy person. Yeah, I don't, I don't He's using his influence. I, I do appreciate him as a producer, absolutely. But not um, as a clothes and not as a fashion designer. <laughs> I I. I don't think he's a particularly good rapper, yeah, and yeah. some of the things he has done are incredibly like just fucking distressing mm-hmm. like and weird yeah. and it's been that way yeah. for years and i don't know why it's just now that people are sort of realizing how fucking weird it all was i, I think yeah, i, I just i think there are are are, are, be- are are better people who are more deserving of uh, t- attention than, than him. i am i am not defending his personal actions but like kanye west without a doubt is one of the most influential musicians in the last 20 years and like, oh yeah! You, like there's I, no arguing that. And so it's interesting to see prolific. this person who became not only prolific, but like you know, people weren't fucking with auto tune before him and before 808 heartbreak. People like he brought in fuck for better or for worse hashtag rap. Like he yeah. re- like a bunch of shit that like is directly yeah. attributable to him. And it a doesn't make him a good shit. person. It doesn't make him yeah. you know. No. It's, but it's it's just fucking fascinating to see like him when he's like 19 trying to break in and just like his unflappable belief that he's going to do it. And like 
to know like what how the fuck would you do this and like content like personally i would have given up a thousand times so, like i well, you through that lens i found it really a god i do about uh... only about lawyering not about rapping um <laughs> but yeah it's it's a weird it's weird. uh <laughs> i don't know really enjoy it would recommend cool um, How many is it all out? I'm sorry, did we cover that? I didn't. I think that this week it all the third episode comes. Oh, oh, okay. So it has been like oh, snap. Uh, a whole a whole thing of a box. Yeah, it's a three episode. It's a three part series. Each one is about an hour and a half. Gotcha. Cool. Um, uh, Matt, do you have anything else you wanted to share? Uh, I I started watching a show that's been gaining oh. a lot of uh, attention um, recently called uh euphoria oh my god oh you're my all god. all of you guys are on the euphoria train <laughs> sherry was watching that my, i was not yeah my wife sherry watches that, it it's so sherry I, says there's a lot of penises it's there's so a lot of the, i mean it's hbo they love you know they're, they I, love they they're love the original have, people who put dongs on tv Honestly, the, the <laughs> amount of times I see it is when we finish with this podcast and I walk upstairs and watch like the last five or ten minutes of the Charmy, and it seems like the most intense show ever. There's a lot mm. of um, intense, uncomfortable moments. Yes, just brutal. Um, no. Yeah, like it really is one. an unflinching depiction give of what serious one. depraved addiction is. Give you yeah, one. Give one. Um, one. Is no, because it, like, it, it like would that? ruin oh. it. I don't care. Um, no, that's not. Okay, fair. I'll give you an uncomfortable right, so moment. Um, ass to ass, is it like that? Yeah, there's like that? there's some there's some ass to ass type uncomfortableness. Yes. Oh man. Um, there's what also like Requiem for a Dream. Oh come on, Requiem for a Dream. There's also some you knew uncomfortableness in like... the fact that your brain is constantly doing this like fucking uh, pinwheel of a of a. Ru- or rubber banding thoughts of uh, these oh. actors I know are all adults. They are all uh-huh. uh, over eighteen, um, but they do not look. They they're very convincing teenagers, um, mm. and they're nude a lot. There's there's a lot of uh, supposedly nude teenagers. Diabrest, but you know, no. you know that that's not so a seventeen is... year old's yeah, tits. Yeah. But the show is telling you this is some seventeen-year-old's tits, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so that's like a constant, like, like I said, yeah. rubber banding in your head where you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, should I be watching this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, should we be, you know, glorifying children's sexuality so much? But then at the same time, we were all seventeen-year-olds, and uh, sex is very much like a constant thing of. Uh, of that, you yeah, know, they weren't filming it all. No, but I mean, to get a glimpse into it, you know, um, I guess there's a lot of really good things in the show. Um, yeah, all the so is it like people doing school? heroin? Like, I don't understand. No, it's like, not just like unflinching, oh, it's not just like constant, like, it's not just constant drugs. Like, there's only like, is it like Requiem for a Dream? I guess I actually don't understand. No, I mean, every is. establishing shot is just a way because, like, pans out <laughs> or there's a lot of different, like, because it follows like in and out of like a different, a bunch of different, um, like storylines. You know what I mean? Like, every character has like their shit going on, but they're all sort of together because you know they're, you know what I mean? So, like. Mm-hmm. You know, Zendaya's character, this so is the main character. She's the main, like, 
drug addict. So like most of the drug this sounds stuff like goes, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, but like not every care every character in Requiem for a Dream is a drug addict. Not every character in this show is. You know what I mean? It, oh, this is not a show about drug addiction. It is it a show is about drug addiction, the but a lot character, of the characters. Yeah, it is Sorry, because the main character Zendaya, her character's name is Rue. She is a big drug addict, so it is about. And what does she do? I guess. But it's it's a also lot of about her she does impact on everybody around her. Yeah. Like so, they also focus like on her friends who are not drug addicts, but are impacted by Rue's mm-hmm. behavior. But they have and also have their own fucked up. Yeah, shit Yeah, they on. have just right, as right. terrible fucked up shit that's just not drugs. The radiating effect. But yeah, of like she's the main addicts. drug addict yeah. of the show. And then it just billows out. Yeah. That's interesting. There, there's a lot of uh, lot fourth of wall breaking and talking directly and then there's some to like, the audience. Oh. Then there's some, like, Breaking Bad-esque shit. Like, it, okay. it's it's all over. It's really good. Wait, so it is really good? Yeah. There's, like, okay, yeah, I thought there's, like, a few... There's, like, a few characters' stories who I just don't necessarily... Uh, care for that much so it's like you know i'll just be like okay well and then when they kick back to like the storyline set or and then you know i really care about it, it's like mm-hmm. really good so like the the really high parts of the show are a lot higher than the low parts you know what i mean and the acting uh, is really it's good it's got a it's got a high ceiling and like what a low floor or a medium floor it's i mean the stuff that i don't care for isn't enough to turn me off because i want to get back to the you know the good stuff so i can just kind of low skill ceiling yeah um easy to get into hard to master and there's a you know Mm. yeah there's just a lot of of uh things a lot of funny things a lot of dongs funny things (laughs) what's your favorite what's your favorite favorite funny Uh, dog well i mean you uh, kudos to whoever this guy was who just uh who a big who no who who agreed to do this role? Kudos. But there is a, uh, um, a guy who is one of those like micro penis shame people, and you and you oh do you do see the the micro. Wait, and that's like his whole character is about his micro. He's penis? not a main character. No, he's a, it's one of the the main the characters is like. You sounded very upset when I said <laughs> he's not yeah. a main character. That would be a, of course not. He has a micro. Yeah, they don't they can't focus the whole... on that. That's. That's what? it's more of like a joke type thing. Oh my god! Well, like one of the girls is like you know getting into camming, so she becomes like a, one of the, oh. you know, one of her. Uh, I don't know what they call the. They're not Johns. So, yeah, I guess whales. Uh, mm-hmm. he, what the patrons of the? He's got a micro penis, and it's kind of funny. Is it funny? I mean, they play it off in a comedy way. Yeah. Did you like die laughing? I did because I didn't expect them to show it. they show a bit of it too a little bit of it but doesn't he also (laughs) like and he gets show the whole micro penis (laughs) it's hard but isn't his whole thing he's like getting off from the camera yeah you know he's no yeah that's their thing yeah Yeah. oh man but yeah i would i would check it out (laughs) would you i would i don't think i'm going to i'm sorry like a lot it's it was too real for me. There's a lot of real. Was it too real? Too real. The thought of Matt laughing his ass off. Yeah, yeah, I can't. So there's tears in his eyes. I wasn't like that funny. Penis. No, it was just it's... like I was like, "Oh, you know." Mm-hmm. And you like pause it and be like, "Megan, you gotta check this no. out." 
Yeah, because... I mean, it's... I'm trying yeah, to get HBO, through... HBO and their controversial shows, just pumping them out. And so, do they describe if people with micro-penises, can they have sex? I assume they can, but I don't really know how it works. I don't know, it's not... Can you? I don't really, uh... If your penis is so micro, wouldn't, like, the fat around your penis be, like, too difficult? I don't know, so if There's probably a Reddit, uh, subreddit about this <laughs> that you could dive into and... You could find out for me, Matt? You're gonna Ask find out for me, me and just start... Yeah. I'll, I'll do the risky Google. Okay, do oh, it. This is dangerous. This is a dangerous A person with micro penis may not obtain an average size penis, but this does not usually affect sexual fun- functioning and identity. That's that's a lie. They're trying to make you feel better. <laughs> that's, that's why they're so Here's, here's a, a BuzzFeed mic- article. 14 women tell what it's like having sex with a micro penis. Mm. So okay. Nope. So it's like a We're- guy with a micro penis wrote that article. Yeah, totally. A thousand percent, yeah. You can just end the podcast whenever, son.